0: So, Jameis Winston wants to treat the NFL like he treated college. The NFL stands for not for long. You don't F around in the NFL. Fitzpatrick stepped in and put up numbers. That the Buccaneers are not used to putting up. Okay, he didn't just perform good; he performed great. I've always liked Fitzpatrick. Anyway, I'm gonna pull up some of the the highlights from the from the um, Buccaneers and Saints game here. But Jameis Winston, you, my friend, have really blown an opportunity. Because Fitzpatrick is taking your job, buddy. Did you see the way Fitzpatrick performed against the Saints? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Damage from that inside receiver position. Blitz. You got to be kidding me. Listen to this. Marshawn Lattimore. He was not going to shy away when the opportunity present. One-on-one coverage out to the right. Beats him at the start. Gets on top of him for a big guy. He's got sneaky breakaway speed. He got on top of Marshawn Lattimore. Was a- Fitzpatrick to throw. Deshaun Jackson. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! Where Fitzpatrick through the football. Personal foul. Defense. Ruffing the passer. Number 93. Again, another great deep ball. little star turns Ken Crawley around. Breaks to the middle of the field. There is no safety help in the middle of the field. And you got a helmet to helmet. by Mata again. LeBreese is set. And it's Tamara. Touchdown, Saints. Where's that been all game? It's what, or at least since the early first half, they are going to go for two. You saw the signal from Breeze. Now you have to compliment the Bucks defense. They, they, they've come out here. They've played well in the second half. And defensive line playing better here in the second half. But yeah, just hustle up to the line. I, li- I like the choice right there. You know, Don't wait and try to get a review and everything. Just second and a yard. Plank. Out of the flag. Offside, defense, 90, Here come the Saints. Camaros touchdown is good. Okay, so you can see that this was a, a back and forth game. Uh, between New Orleans and Tampa Bay. But to make my point from earlier, um, <sighs> what the hell is Jameis Winston thinking? You think he can't be replaced? Okay. This is from the Business Insider. It says, Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Buccaneers shocked the Saints in the biggest upset of week one. And it could mean Jameis Winston's job won't be there when he returns from suspension. See, this is the point. Not from injury. He's not returning from injury, he is returning from suspension. Fitzpatrick has been in his league for a minute. He's won some games, he knows what to do. And you see, this is, see, he's one of those guys that being put in the right situation, he can win. He just needed the right situations. Kind of reminds me of a Kirk Cousins a little bit. Okay. He's not Tom Brady, but you better not sleep on him. He can make you pay. I don't know what the hell James Winston is thinking. But, um. It says the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pulled off the biggest upset of Week 1, taking down the New Orleans Saints 48-40. The Bucs was led by nominal backup Ryan Fitzpatrick, who threw a career-high 417 yards and four touchdowns after stepping into the starting role due to Jamin Winston's suspension. If Fitzpatrick continues to click with the Buccaneers offense, there's a good chance he could take over the starting role For good. Leaving Winston to return to the sidelines. Once his suspension is served. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Led the Buccaneers. To a shocking 48-40 win. Over New Orleans. Okay. The Saints were 9.5 favorites. Heading into this game. Okay. They're calling Fitzpatrick. Fitz magic. Do you understand me? The NFL stands for not for long. You have to take advantage of your opportunity, not give away your opportunity to someone else. Because you can't stop being stupid. Jameis Winston had a long history of doing stupid things. I wanted to curse just now, doing stupid things in college every time he turned around, he was in trouble, and he was good in n f l for a little while, looked like he got his act together, and lo and behold, he goes and gets suspended again and Fitzpatrick steps in and put up his historic numbers four hundred and seventeen yards. Nine point five um point underdogs and you, you go into New Orleans, you go into New Orleans and beat Drew Brees, and you think that Buccaneer fans ain't gonna appreciate that over a supposedly starting quarterback who can't stop getting suspended? If I'm the Buccaneers, there's no way in hell I'm bringing Jameis Winston back as the starter. No way. I'm leaving Fitzpatrick in there. You never know. With Deshaun Jackson and Evans, um, the Buccaneers may have struck gold, man. Fitzpatrick might just be that guy. He could be that Kurt Warner. That sounds crazy, but the NFL is is crazy like that, man. These guys come out of nowhere. Fitzpatrick is in a perfect... Listen, he's well-seasoned. James Winston. If, if this was the Breakfast Club, I would give him donkey of the day. For those of you that listen to the Breakfast Club or watch the Breakfast Club, you know what I'm talking about. He is definitely worthy of donkey of the day, a donkey of the year. He's going to end up in the CFL or maybe one of these new leagues that are coming up, the AAF or the XFL. But the XFL won't even take him because, you know, they got certain standards over there. And he can't stay out of trouble. Vince McMahon don't want anybody on his in his league that can't stop breaking the law. And Jameis Winston is definitely, you know, one of those people. So anyway, I'll say th- I'll say this much. Watch Tampa Bay. They could be low key, the best team in the South. And the NFC South, I'm trying to think, you got the Orleans, who they just beat, you got, you have, uh, anyway, they might just be. Well, Adrian Peterson has turned the clock back. <laughs> um, nah, not seriously, he, but he has moved on, and um, he's back, man, and he looks good. You know, he is—he's—he he's, looks refreshed, you know, and people forget that he was out, I think, a year or two. So his legs may have gotten some rest, even though he did play last year. But um, Peterson is doing exactly what I thought he would do. Um, recently, he went off on Chris Carter and uh, Shannon Sharp for saying that he was not going to play as good as he used to and Peterson got mad because Peterson believes he still has a lot left in the tank and so do I. So he proved that he still had a lot left in the tank. Rushing um, 400 yards again and getting his hundredth, 100th, 100th career rushing touchdown against the Arizona Cardinals. to make him go over the top. And right there, I, I think Kandichie, number 90, got driven down inside, provided a little bit of a cutback. So, again, again, um, Adrian Peterson is back and he looks like he's ready to ball out. Now, what does this mean for the Washington Redskins? They have Thompson, Kelly, and Peterson. This is perfect. The only thing that I think that they should have done, and I've spoken on it before, they should have picked up Dez Bryant. The Redskins are low-key one of the most improved teams this year. Watch. Watch. I might be right about this one. I'm telling you. Just watch. They low-key, very quietly, maybe, the only team to be able to compete with the Eagles for the division. I don't know if they're on the Eagles level. But I do think that they are going to be Definitely in the hunt for the playoffs. I would be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs, to be honest. I think they'll beat the Cowboys twice this year because they suck. They absolutely suck. I think that they'll beat the Giants twice because they suck. Neither one, of these, neither one of these teams are on par. If they can squeak out a victory against the Eagles, I think I think they have what it takes to be a playoff team this year. That doesn't mean that they're going to be Super Bowl champions or anything like that. But what I'm looking at and what I've seen, not just from what they've done to the Cardinals, just from the fact that they have a professional quarterback that knows how to win. Which is something that the Redskins haven't had for a very long time. This isn't Robert Griffin III. This isn't Kirk Cousins trying to figure his way out. This is Alex Smith who's been in big time situations, playoff games, NFC Championship. Alex Smith. Been there. You know? This guy's consistent. He knows how to win. And he brings that to the team. He's the captain. You got Adrian Peterson, who's pissed off at the world because people believe he's done. He's got a point to prove. You got the speedster Thompson back there, plus Robert Kelly. You got Jordan Reed back. Um. David Vernon Davis. You got Josh Norman, who's, who has an attitude and plays with the uh, uh, Warriors uh, mentality. yeah you got Jake Gruden, who I think is a pretty good coach. I think he's a good signal caller. He just needed that quarterback, man. I think they got it. I think they got the right things in place. I just felt like and a lot of people have criticized me, especially on the redskins um the Redskins uh Chat rooms, or I shouldn't say chat rooms, the Google groups or whatever, the Google community groups, have criticized me, talking about, hell no, they didn't want Dez Bryant. But I'm telling you, the addition of Dez Bryant would take the Redskins to a whole nother level. Could you imagine them having Thompson, Peterson, and Kelly, Reed, and Davis, and then you throw... Des um, Bryan in there, the defense will be in trouble, serious trouble. And then Crowder, just something to think about. Just something to think about. And with Jay Gruden's calling, I'm telling you, man, the Redskins were the Redskins were winning with Kirk Cousins. Every every listen, listen to me. <laughs> If they was winning with Kirk Cousins who pretty much nobody wanted Gruden took him and, and turned him into a decent quarterback that went to Minnesota and made a whole lot of money. Minnesota won today, by the way. I know what he can do with Alex Smith and Des Bryant. Gruden is one of those coaches that players respect and that's, th- that's the main issue with or something like bringing Dez Bryant over. Gruden would uh, would would. Gruden would straighten that situation out with Des Bryant, his attitude and all. Just something to think about, man. Just something to think about. Okay, you can hear the game playing in the background. What did I tell you, cowboy fans? What did I tell you? I told you you were gonna miss Dez Bryant. I told you, but people were saying, "Oh, Dez is overrated." I'm sure Dez is somewhere smiling. I mean, he hasn't been signed. Or at least that we know of. You know, I don't know if he's in contact or talking to someone. And that's a whole another story within itself. But the Cowboys miss Des Bryant. <laughs> they definitely miss him today. Prescott does not look the same. The whole Cowboys offense don't look the same. And it was a it was a fatal, brutal, just absolute atrocity. It was one of the biggest mistakes that I've ever seen a team make when the Cowboys got rid of Daz Bryant. It's not always about how many catches he made. It's about big-time receivers showing up in the big time. And also... It's about the fact that you gotta think about it. You gotta think about this now. Sometimes when you have a big superstar receiver, you can hit a game still playing. This is the end of the Carolina Cowboys um game. Okay? The the Panthers Cowboys game is concluding. Um sometimes It's what you don't see in the numbers, the stats, that count the most. There's Bryant caused defenses to change their game plan just from him being on the field. He made them adjust, which had an effect on who else would get open for the Cowboys, whoever Whoever, whatever receiver is lined up on the other end or in the slot or the tight end. Even the running game. That one player can change the whole dynamic of the ball game. Make the entire defense adjust. Without him, they don't have to double team anyone. Name something on the, someone on the Cowboys team that needs to be double teamed. All you got to do is stop Ezekiel Elliott. And that's what the Panthers prove. Okay. As this game concludes, the Cowboys lose to the Panthers 16 to 8. 16 to 8. All it took was 16 points for the Panthers to beat the Cowboys. Really 9. The Cowboys can't score no more than 8 points. This is big time trouble for big D big time trouble big time they are gonna regret they are gonna regret letting go of their's blind so. What do you do? (laughs) There's nothing you can do. You let them go. You talk trash. You're moving on. You don't need them. When really deep down inside, they did need them. They can't admit it now. It's too late. The damage is done. Because you can't bring them back. If you bring him back, you're really gonna have to kiss his ass now, so Dallas is in a awkward um position, and I expect Jerry jones to i expect Jerry Jones to be really um <laughs> i expect him to be really uh cons- well certainly ain't the, ain't the word I'm looking for. I'm I'm pretty sure he's looking at this situation and if I'm Jason Garrett, man. I'm trying to bring someone in to help save his job. They need another big time receiver some from somewhere. A deal needs to be made. A move need to be made. They need to do something, man. This isn't going to work. And I knew it wasn't going to work. I was trying to tell people it wasn't going to work. But people just, you know. People just think that Dez was just a a diva receiver. He might have been a diva receiver. But, of course, you want that on your team. You want somebody on your team. This is the argument that I made. You want someone on your team that wants the ball. You don't want a receiver that's going to be nice about it. You want a receiver that's hungry and passionate. Name a winning team that had nice guys. You never see that. Theirs was passionate. Theirs wanted to win. Dez brought that attitude to the team. They don't have that anymore. Jason Garrett is laid back. Dak Prescott is laid back. There's no fire on the team anymore. There's nobody on that team that is going to light a fire under them when they don't perform well. Dez was that guy. Dez was the guy that was stomping, screaming, screaming, you see, he was the guy. But they thought they didn't need him. They're going to find out very soon, and this is just the beginning. They're going to find out very soon that they needed him a lot more than they thought they did. This is only the beginning. Only the beginning. You can say, oh, it's just one game. No, it ain't just one game. It's not just one game. The Cowboys are getting ready to go downhill. Just pay attention. Now you can understand why the Giants re-signed Odell Beckham, which I really wanted the Giants to get Dez Bryant, but that's another story. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor.